0: Grab your Bibles, grab your Bibles and turn with me again. We're going to go over to Hebrews 11. Hebrews 11, uh, Hebrews 11. Looking sharp, man. That's what I'm talking about. All right. We're going to be dealing with faith again. Last couple of weeks, we've been talking about faith, faith, faith. Uh, How many of you know that sometimes, sometimes your faith is going to be tried? Uh, How many of y'all know sometimes those trials are fiery? Y'all with me? How about about this week? Anybody have a week this week? Anybody have a rough week? Come on, raise your hand. Don't be shamed. Anybody have a rough week? Raise your hand. Let me see. Let me see. All right. Anybody have a good week? Good week? I don't like none of (laughs) 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 y'all. Listen, sometimes. Sometimes, this is, this is what I want to do. I, this is going to be a little different. This is going to be a little different for a Sunday. Uh, I, I usually, I, two different formats because of time time limitations on Sunday morning. Uh, that we, we usually do kind of things a little different, Wednesday night Bible study and Sunday morning. And, uh, but I, I, th- in order to do what I want to do, I need to do it more like a, a Wednesday night Bible study format. So, if you will bear with me with that, we'll, we'll, we'll get through it because I've got a lot of information I want to give you, and some of it I'm going to read instead of, you know, usually I'm, I'm, I'm just more of a preaching type, but this is going to be more of a teaching type. Can you handle that this morning? Say amen. amen. All right, and we're going to read a lot. We're going to read a lot, so uh, uh, I want you to go ahead and have a seat right where you are because I want to read the whole chapter of chapter 11. I don't want you whining about it halfway through When's he going to get done reading. And the only reason I know you're going to think that because I used to think that myself, amen, when I was in your, your shoes sitting out there. So we're going, to, we're going to read through this whole chapter. I want to read the whole chapter, and usually don't do that just to save time, but I think it's really important that we get this. Uh, the kind of faith that I'm talking about this morning is not the faith that gets you in heaven, okay? I'm not talking about saving faith. I'm talking about the kind of faith you need when you're going through hell. I'm talking about living faith. Faith, living faith. Uh, Faith doesn't stop once you get saved. Okay, I'm I'm through practicing faith because I'm saved now, and I've placed my faith in the in the shed blood of the Lord Jesus and what He did on the cross to to save me. And I'm going to heaven. No, you're still here on this earth, and you begin the journey of faith. And that's what we that's what we dealt with last week. If you'll remember, we started a journey. Uh, this walk that we're on is a journey sometimes it's a hard journey sometimes it's a painful journey sometimes it's a happy journey sometimes it's a sad journey but all in all it's a walk of faith it's living faith it's what what does that mean and, and that's what that's what i want to deal with today how many of y'all can use how many of y'all can use a little living faith this morning yeah. amen all those songs just kind of it just set us up for what we're fixing to read today. I had no idea what they were going to sing, but God knows and, and God directed and I'm telling you, there will be times, there will be times that you got to learn that you can trust in Him and you can depend on Him. You can't see what's up, you can't see what's down, you don't know what in the world's happening or why it's happening, but you got to know that He is. Right. He is. Uh, you you got to know that He is. He is everything you need. And not only that, he is for you. He is for you, amen? Well, let's read in Hebrews 11, and let's just begin with verse 1, and I'm just going to kind of go through slowly reading through this chapter, and, uh, and this is basically, if you're, you're not familiar with Hebrews chapter 11, uh, this has been called the Faith Hall of Fame. Or the hall of faith, either any way you want to look at it. Uh, Here we find uh, faith discussed in the first part of the chapter, and then faith demonstrated in the last part of the chapter. As it begins to tell you what what faith and how it how it looked and, and, and what they saw and what they did with their faith. And it's it's really cool, man. They they did great things. They did great things. They did great exploits. They did, had great accomplishments. And, and, that, and that's, that's really where I want to go with this thing. Uh, uh, they, they, they accomplished great things. They got through difficult trials. And, and, and I don't want you, I don't want you as a child of God to get saved and stop there. I don't want church. I don't want church to be a spare tire for you. I, I, I don't want church to be an oxygen mask for you, if you will. Uh, yes, we need that sometimes. Yes, we need refreshing sometimes. Yes, we need encouragement sometimes, and we need somebody to pick us up and and wipe us off and say, "Hey, everything's going to be all right." And I love that, and I need that, and we do. But sometimes we need to know we're on the winning side. Jesus said, "Uh, listen, the gates of hell shall not prevail against me. On this rock I'll build my church. That is an offensive stance. That is, that is saying, hey, we're coming after you and the devil can't do a thing about it and there's too many Christians that's backing up and backing up and they're always on the defensive. Listen, it's time to change that mentality. If we're going to walk by faith, we're going to walk through fire, we're going to walk through a den of lions, we're going to walk in victory and plant our flag and say, we're coming We're coming. There's so many Christians leaving, living defeated lives, and that's not the life of faith. Right. We're more According to Scripture, it says we're more than conquerors through yeah. him. So I'm not just talking about a surviving faith. I'm talking about an accomplishing faith, a conquering faith, a winning faith. If that makes sense, say amen. amen. I would rather win like Alabama than Florida. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Now I got your attention. I, 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 listen. Listen. All this talk of a W is a W. That's right, it is. It is. One point as good as 59. But why settle for one point when you can have 59? I figured I'd find out how you'll communicate. I'm getting you with me now. Are you seeing me? How many Christians are going through just getting by? Just getting by. They're getting beat up the whole game, they're getting their eyes kicked out the whole game. But we won. I don't want. I don't want to live the kind of Christian life that gets my eyes beat out my whole life. But I, hey, I'm going to heaven. Yeah. On, Not when we can live victorious. Yeah. Yeah. Does this make sense? Yeah. This is what we're. Amen. <laughs> hey, sorry, a little bitterness. I'm venting just a little. <clears throat> Look in verse number one. Verse number. I'm sorry, you came on the wrong Sunday. All right, verse verse one. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good report. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. By faith Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and by it he being dead yet speaketh. By faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him. For before his translation he had a, this testimony that he pleased God. And you say, Preacher, what does that mean? What is that talking about translated? It meant that one day he was walking with God and God told him, it's closer to my house than it is yours. Come on up here with me. Right. Yeah. God just took him. He never died. He never died. God just said, come on up. Go to, listen, come on up to heaven with me. And, and, and so that's, that's translated. That's what that means. But why did that happen? God was pleased with his life. God was pleased. You say, why was God pleased with Enoch? It explains why in verse 6. But without faith, it's impossible to? So what does that mean? That means Enoch walked in faith. He walked in faith. He lived his life in faith. It's impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. By faith, Noah, being warned of God of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark for the saving of his house, by the which he condemned the world, and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith. By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place where he should after receive for an inheritance, what did he do? Everybody say it. He obeyed. There's a key. There's a key right there to, to winning faith, to conquering faith. He obeyed, and he went out. How did he obey, or when did he obey? When he did not know where he went. In other words, God didn't give him a map and a coordinates to where he was going to take him. He just said, get up and go, and what did he do? He got up and? He sure did. By faith, he sojourned in the land of promise, as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. For he looked for a city which had foundations, whose builder and maker is God. Through faith also Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of a child when she was past age, because she judged him faithful who had promised. Therefore sprang there even a one, and him as good as dead, as many as the stars of the sky, in multitude, and as the sand which is by the seashore innumerable. These all died in faith, and not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off and were persuaded of them and embraced them and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. For they that say such things declare plainly that they seek a country. And truly, if they had been mindful of that country from whence they came out, they might have had opportunity to ever return. But now they desire a better country. I'm going to say amen right there. I'm going to say this world is not my home. I'm just passing through. Amen. They're desiring a better country, that is a heavenly. Wherefore God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he hath prepared for them a city. By faith Abraham, when he was tried, offered up Isaac, and he that had received the promises offered up his only begotten son, of whom it was said that in Isaac shall thy seed be called, accounting that God was able to raise him up even from the dead, from whence also he received him in a figure." By faith, Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau concerning things to come. By faith, Jacob, when he was a dying, blessed both the sons of Joseph and worshiped uh, leaning upon the top of his staff. By faith, Joseph, when he died, made mention of the departing of the children of Israel and gave commandment concerning his bones. Now, what does that mean? It means that Joseph said to his kinfolk, listen, when y'all come on out of Egypt, you bring my bones with you. You don't leave me in a foreign land. Amen. What was that? That was faith that we're not going to be here forever. That we're going to be back in the land of promise where God had. Amen. Amen. By faith, Moses, when he was born, was hid three months of his parents because they saw he was a proper child. And they were not afraid of the king's commandment. By faith, Moses, when he was come to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season, esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasure in Egypt, for he had respect unto the recompense of the reward. By faith he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who was invisible. Through faith he kept the Passover and the sprinkling of blood, lest he that destroyed the firstborn should touch them. By faith they passed through the Red Sea as by dry land. When the Egyptians uh, assayed to, or yes, uh, assaying to do, were drowned. By faith the walls of Jericho fell down after they were compassed about seven days. By faith the harlot Rahab perished not with them that believed not when she had received the spies with peace. And what shall I say more? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon and of Barak and of Samson and, and Jephthah of David also and Samuel and the prophets who through faith, watch this, who through, read it with me, who through faith subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises, Stop the mouths of lions. Read it with me. Quench the violence of fire. Escape the edge of the sword. Out of weakness were made strong. Wax valiant in fight. Turn to flight the armies of the aliens. Somebody say amen. amen. Women received their dead raised to life again. And others. Now we have a transition in, 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 in this chapter. Others of a different kind. Others here means others of a different kind. In other words, a, a different kind of faith. Yeah. A different kind of faith. Preacher, what are you saying? If I don't have time to get to this, I need you to understand this. That there is, there is escaping faith. And there is enduring faith. Yeah. Amen. In other words, there's going to be times that God, through our faith, is going to deliver us from the line, deliver us from the fire. He's going to give us a way of escape, and He's going to deliver us. But then there's other times that God's just going to help us through it. That's right. Amen. And that's what we're referring to here. It says others, others were tortured, not accepting deliverance, that they might obtain a better resurrection. And others had a trial of cruel mockings and scourgings, yea, moreover of bonds and imprisonment. They were stoned, they were sawn asunder, were tempted, were slain with a sword. They wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins being destitute, afflicted, and tormented of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in the deserts and in the mountains and in the dens and the caves of the earth. And these all, these all, the ones he described first and then after others, the ones who were delivered, or excuse me, the ones who escaped and the ones who endured. These all, Having obtained a good report through faith, receive not the promise, God having provided some better thing for us, that they without us should not be made perfect. Dear Lord Jesus, thank you for your word. Thank you for encouragement. Thank you for truth. God help us to see how faith operates in our life and how faith will will strengthen and faith will uh, give us what we stand in need of. Lord, I pray that your perfect will be done today. Encourage us, help us. God, help us to stand strong and firm. In Jesus' name we pray. And all God's people say it. Amen. 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 Jesus is looking for faith. Jesus is looking for faith. Luke 18, 8 says, I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith faith on the earth he's looking for faith. Through, through the whole time Jesus was here on this earth three and actually 33 years but the three and a half years of his ministry he was looking for faith. He was he was intrigued by faith. He was he was pleased by faith. he would see people who would exercise faith and it would excite him it would touch him. he was moved by faith. God is not moved by tears. God is not moved by crying. God is not moved by our intellect. God is not moved by our intelligence. But God is moved by our faith. Jesus sees the man that tears out the roof and they lower the man to Jesus. And he's not even, his focus is not even on the the crippled man. The focus was on the people who had such faith, they tear out a roof to get him to Jesus. He says, look at their faith. And by the way, by the way, the devil's after your faith too. I've heard people say, the devil's after my house and he's after my car. What's the devil going to do with a car? The devil's not after any of those things, but he is after your faith. He is trying to destroy your faith. He's doing everything he can to destroy your faith. When he attacked Job, he tried to destroy his faith. He took all of his possessions. He took everything that was important to Job. And he said, listen, Job will curse you to your face. You're not worthy of worship. And he will. And listen, this is what Job said. The Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Naked came I into this world and naked shall I return. In other words, if the Lord seen fit to give it to me, he can also see fit to take it away from me. But either way, Blessed be his name. Amen. And then he used his wife to attack him. Yeah. After his faith, attacked his body physically, skin for skin, skin for skin, and he said, all right, touch him, but don't take his life. Hit sword boils from the top of his head to the bottom of his feet. Yeah. And listen, his wife just said, curse God and die. He said, woman, you speak as a foolish woman speaking. But what was his target? It was his faith. It was his faith. And I'm going to tell you, his faith was attacked. And his faith wobbled a little bit throughout that process. But when God was through, Job said, I see you like I ain't never seen you. Listen, it's the same thing that the devil used in the Garden of Eden with Eve. Yea, hath God said... He's trying to plant doubt. He's trying to plant seeds of doubt. What were they to doubt? God's word to them. Oh, yeah, we can't eat that fruit. No, God said don't eat that fruit uh, because if we eat that fruit, uh, we're going to surely die. And also, we can't even touch it. God never said that. Well, this is what's saying. No, that's not true. God just knows you to eat that fruit. You're going to be just like him. Comes with a lie. He plants doubt to attack their faith and weaken their faith in God's word. I'm telling you, we get, we get in a bad way when we stop believing God. We stop believing what God said. We stop believing what God will do. It says it's impossible to please God without faith. Because if we're going to please God, we got to believe that He is, and He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. Let me translate that. That means you got to believe that God can, that God has the ability, that God has the ability to meet your need, whatever it is that's causing you worry and fear, and not only that, that God wants to. Because when you know that God is all-powerful and that God has your best interests at heart, it's a whole lot easier to believe when you can't see. Amen. Does that make sense? Yeah. Now look, let's, let's, let's look at this. <clears throat> let's look at this. I don't want to define faith. I don't want to define faith. Define faith. I don't want to define faith because you ask three people and they'll give you three different definitions. Well, faith. There's arguing argument in 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 Christendom. There's there's arguing over what real faith is. Whether it's belief or whether you know. And somebody says, oh, "No, you're you're believing it works, and it's not works." it's this you know? And so I'm not I'm not even going to try to define it. I, I I find I learn best when I see what does it do. Yeah. Don't let me don't let, don't. Let, I don't want to give you a definition. I just want you to see what it looks like. Because I, I how many of y'all when y'all when y'all when y'all get the 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 the, the directions from a toy that should have been put together by the manufacturer. Yeah. Do I have a witness, men? Yeah. has got 37 million pieces. Yeah. I don't, I don't, you know, I, I, I like reading the instructions, but I need a picture. Do I have a witness? Yeah. So what I want to do, I'm not going to define it. I'm not going to give you the words. I'm going I'm to draw you a picture. And that's what he does right here. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now, here's what I want you to do. I'm going to give you three points. I'm going to do this quick because I've got to read a lot, all right? So you've got to stay with me. Stay with me. Can you stay with me? Amen. Number one, I want you to see the description, the description of faith. We're going to describe it, all right? We're going to describe it. What does it look like? First, in, in our description, we've got to see what it's not. Sometimes it's easier to see what it is by seeing what it's not. Amen? So let's look at the misconception of faith. What do do people sometimes think faith is when it's really not? Sometimes people think faith is just blind optimism. Just a feel-good feeling. Boy, I feel good about it. I'm optimistic. That's not faith. That's not faith. Listen, and you say, why are you saying that? Faith is assurance. Yes, but if it's just blind optimism... Guess what? You're going to be waiting till you feel good about something, till you do what God told you to do. That's right. Amen. I'll give you an illustration. <clears throat> when, I, when I was, and, and by the way, by the way, how many of you know, how many of you know in the community of your heart, there's a whole lot of people in the neighborhood? Yeah. You got Brother Faith over on this corner. But you know what? Right across the street from Brother Faith is Sister Fear. And and Uncle Doubt's right down the road. Man, y'all getting quiet this morning. Listen here. Some people think that faith is the absence of fear. Do you know the greatest steps of faith I took? I was petrified. I, I remember when God was calling me to preach. I didn't want to tell nobody. I knew it, and I was scared to death. I mean, I just—I—I I, don't—I don't—I think the first person I told was my sister. I don't know why, and she lied and told on me. <clears throat> <laughs> she wasn't supposed to tell nobody. I think she first thing she did, was run to death. I ain't thinking about this, God. I was scared to death. I didn't want to stand in front of nobody, tell. You know, and, and so here I am. I, I'm waiting. I'm waiting to feel good about it. I'm waiting for that optimism. I'm waiting for that faith. Y'all know what I'm saying? And, and people think that, hold well, you know, it's not, I, I've got to wait till I feel it. If you wait till you feel it, you'll never do it. Right. Amen. You me tell you, when I felt good about it, when I got peace about it, when I had to, is when I surrendered. That's right. The feel good doesn't come before obedience. Right. It comes after obedience. Right. Are y'all with me? It's not. Listen. It's not blind optimism. That's not. That's not faith. It's not Bible faith. It's not blind optimism. It's not a manufactured hope. So, how many of y'all have tried to manufacture faith before? Yeah. People will tell you. People tell you. Just have faith. Yeah. Yeah. And you'll say, "I'm trying." How'd that work for you? I love this one too. This is this don't even really have nothing to do with the message, but I'm mean, on my mind. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> just don't worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you can show me where that button is, I'll flip it, honey. I promise you. <laughs> <laughs> How many of y'all have figured out you can't you can't just work this stuff up. You can't just, you can't manu- Faith is not manufactured. You can't just ooh, and no. that's not faith. That's not, it's not blind optimism. It's not a feel-good feeling. If you're waiting for a feeling, it's not just an intellectual assent to a doctrine either. So what, what, what does faith really look like? <clears throat> what does faith really look like? We see the misconception of faith, then B, I want you to see the manner of faith. What, if, if, we, if, we, if, we, if we used to look at it, what would it look like? Look in verse number 8. Hebrews 11, verse number 8. <clears throat> And you can see it through the other verses too, but this is, a, this is as plain as it gets. Verse 8, are you there? By faith, Abraham, when he was called, when he was called to go out into a place where, which he should after receive for inheritance, what's the next word? Obeyed. Say it again. Obeyed. Say it again. Obeyed. Obeyed. And he went out not knowing whether he went. What is the manner of faith? What does, what does real faith look like, living faith? Operate, what is it? Here, here's what I wrote down. True Bible faith is confident obedience to God's word in spite of circumstances and consequences. In spite of circumstances and consequences. What was the circumstances? He didn't know where he was going. Right. He didn't know how far he'd have to travel. He didn't know what was going to be there when he got there. He didn't know the situations. What were the consequences? He was going to have to leave his family. He was going to have to leave everything he knew. But guess what he did? He obeyed. This faith operates quite simply. God, now watch, watch, how this walk, watch how this works. God speaks and we hear his word. Say that with me. God speaks and we hear his word. We trust his word and act on it no matter what the circumstances are or what the consequences may be. The circumstances may be impossible, the consequences frightening and unknown, but we obey God's word just the same and believe him to do what is right and what is best. So what is, what is, what does living faith look like? It's confident obedience. Yeah. You say, preacher, was, was Abraham nervous? Probably. Was Abraham maybe experiencing a little fear? Well, he's leaving everything he knows. He's leaving all of his family, and he has no idea where he's going. All he knows is God said go. I want to ask you, would you be? Yeah. Yeah. Abraham was not a he's not this superhuman person, he's just a man. The one thing that we've got to get in our heads, people, and when we study the Bible, is there's no such thing as a superhuman. There's no such thing as a super Christian. There's no such thing as any of that. They were all people. They all had feelings. They all had weaknesses. They all had issues. The emotion of fear that you feel, they felt it. The emotion of doubt that you have sometimes, they had it. It's all there. But regardless of the situation, he got a word and he obeyed. He obeyed. What did Noah do? God gave him a word. And guess what he did? He obeyed. I want to walk in faith. Get a word. Come on. Get a word and obey. But you know what we're doing? We're over here wanting an explanation. We're, we're, We're over here wanting details. God is wanting us to step forward. God is wanting us to step out of the boat. Do you know what instructions he gave Peter when it comes time to walk on the water? Come. That's it. Come. Now, God does not, we don't live off of explanations, we live off of promises. When it comes time to come to Alabama, I was nervous as a cat. I was I, I, Is by faith. I felt like this was what God wanted me to do. I I had a tugging from the Lord, and 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 here we go. But there, there, I I didn't. I didn't. Everybody talks about. I'll tell you. I had one hundred percent, without a doubt, uh, just I I one thousand percent knew it was the will of God. I've never had that. I've never had that. There's been times in my life when I really believed it, but somewhere back there, I'm thinking, I hope I'm right. I'm just being honest with you guys. Ain't a whole lot of people who fess this kind of thing up. I'm just telling you, sometimes I'm weak. Sometimes I doubt. Sometimes I worry. But that's, listen, if you have fear, that doesn't mean you don't have faith. Just because you have fear, that is not the absence of faith. And just because you have faith doesn't mean that there's not going to be any fear. It just means that you're afraid, but you do it anyway. I saw a picture with John Wayne on. I don't know if he really said it or not, but it's kind of cool. It says, "Courage is not the absence of fear; it's saddling up anyway." And there's so many Christians that are not experiencing a victorious Christian life because they're waiting for a feeling. There's waiting until there's no fear. There's waiting until there's there's one hundred percent. That's not faith, then. Well, I'm waiting for God to give me some more money before I start giving. Well, what? That's not not the way this works. It wouldn't be faith. God says, I want you to believe me. How insulting are we to God, the creator of the universe, that spoke this world into existence when we want an explanation from him? You know what he says? If I gave an explanation, you wouldn't understand it. Because my ways are higher than your ways. My thoughts are higher. I've got an infinite mind and you have a finite mind. If I did explain it, you wouldn't get it. That's why he wants you to come to him as a little child. If you really want to know what real faith is, if you really want to see real faith in action, look at little people. My girls... From the time they were little, and I hope they still believe it, but from the time they were little, they thought I was Superman. You know why? Because I told them. How many of y'all know what I'm talking about? Little people just believe you. There's a roach on the floor. Hey, that's good. That's chocolate. Eat that. You know what they'll do? Come as a little child. You know what that means? Just believe me. God wants you to believe him. But I'm afraid, do it anyway. If you know it's God, if you have a word from God, step out in faith and watch God move. Amen. Watch what faith will do. This is good right here. I'm telling you, it's right here. The misconception of faith, the manner of faith, then, then watch the ministry of faith. <clears throat> the ministry of faith. Look what it says. Through faith. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Here's the thing. The writer of Hebrews makes it clear that faith is a very practical thing. In spite of what unbelievers say, faith enables us to understand what God does. Faith enables us to see what others cannot see. And when we can see what others cannot see, we can do what others cannot do. That's right. What does it say about Noah? It says he was preparing an ark for something that had never been seen before. Yeah. They'd never seen a flood. They'd never seen rain as far as that goes they would never seen lightning. They've never seen thunder. they would never seen any of this matter. But guess what? In faith, Noah looked and he could see what they could not see. And because he saw what they could not see, he did what they did not do. And when he did what they did not do, it delivered him and his whole family simply because he got a word and obeyed. And when he obeyed, God delivered. If you can't see it before you see it, you ain't never going to see it. That's right. Amen. Listen, if you, hey, if you wait till you see it, you ain't going to see it. Yeah. What does that mean? Well, I'm just going I'm, I'm to wait till it sprinkles a little bit and I'm going to start my, my art. <laughs> if, if Noah had done that, if he waited till the first clap of lightning and the, the first crash of thunder, it would have been over. That's right. But you know what? In faith, he could see it before anybody could see it. Right. <laughs> Boy, I hope you're getting this. Some of you are your leading weak Christian lives because you're waiting till you can see it. You're waiting till you feel good about it. You're waiting. You're waiting. Instead of just going, just obey, and God will do the rest. Right. Amen. Living faith. Living faith. You, you, you come every week. You come every week. Some of y'all have been coming for years. Some of you have been coming for years. You're like waterlogged now. I mean, you've got so much word in you, you've you got it coming out your ears. But guess what you haven't done? Exercise. Right. Amen. How many of you, you can have good nutrition and not exercise? I'm not even going to say to real. It goes together. But, 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 but preacher, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. All I need to do is hear the Word of God. No, you need to do the Word of God. If you want your faith to grow, yes, it begins there. Yes, it begins at getting a Word. But if you get a Word and you don't obey it. I'll go on to point number two. I want you to see the demonstration of faith. What, 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 let, me, let, me, let, me, let me go back, let me go back, let me go let back. Me let me read the description again. Bible faith is confident obedience to God's word in spite of circumstances and consequences. Living faith, we're talking about living faith, conquering faith. It's confident obedience to God's word in spite of circumstances and consequences. God said it, we're going to do it. I don't care what it looks like, we're going to do it. David got a word from God. Guess what? He obeyed and went and got the stones. You know what? He could see Goliath falling before Goliath ever fell because he got a word and obeyed. Are y'all with me? Now, watch. Let's Let's look at faith demonstrated. Abel, he had faith to worship. Enoch had faith to walk. Noah had faith to work. Abraham had faith to wait. Moses had faith to war. And Joshua and Rahab had faith to win. Somebody say amen. amen. What did Abel do? He believed what God said about what kind of sacrifice to use. And by faith he worshiped. By faith he worshiped. Now let me let me let me let me go a little just a little deeper into that right there, okay? Uh I've, I've heard people say this. Well, that's just, I, I just don't, I'm just a quiet type person. I don't, I don't, I'm not emotional and I don't do this and I don't do that. This is how I worship. You don't have a right to determine how you worship. Did y'all get that? You have no right to determine how you worship. God determines how he wants to be worshipped. Right. And you know what he said? Offer the sacrifice of praise. Even the fruit of our lips. If you sit in your chair like a knot on a log, you are not worshiping. Attending this building is not worship, sitting in a service is not worship. But when you come to God and you thank Him and you praise Him and you glorify Him and you exalt Him, you're doing it not because you feel like it, not because you want to, but just out of faith and out of obedience, you're doing what He said to do. Wednesday. Wednesday was... No, I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about it was a bad day. I cannot tell you mentally, mentally Wednesday. I'm telling you, y'all can y'all keep a secret? That tells me everything right there. Bunch of this? In my head. I thought, I'm calling in sick. But then I remembered, I had a revelation class Thursday. And I got to preach a message conference tonight in Susan Moore, Alabama. I said, if I call in sick then, I'm not sick. (laughs) What's the point? I didn't want to be here. Mentally, I didn't feel like being here. But by faith, I obeyed. I didn't operate on feelings. I operated on what God said for me to do. And when I stepped out here, he took over. What's the point? It's not about what you feel. Well, I don't feel like, I'll tell you what, I'm just not that. What did God say? What did God say? We don't operate on our feelings. We don't operate on what we think. What did God say about worship? You see, that's what got Cain in trouble. He operated on his feelings. Yeah. He did what he wanted to do. He did what he felt like was okay. He wasn't walking by faith. Right. Amen. He did his own thing. So what? Yeah, we know what happened. Yeah. You mean to tell me this worship stuff is by faith too? Yeah. Amen. Yeah, one day you may have high faith had to go... By faith, you may have to one day when everybody's loud and they can't hear you, go, amen. (laughs) I tell you, that's just not me. Read your Bible. I'm not saying you got to run down the aisle. But you do got to give the sacrifice of praise, the fruit of your lips. (laughs) Hallelujah. I don't have time to go into more of that, but you get the point. Work. Listen, Noah, by faith, he worked. By faith, he worked. Noah was preaching. Do you realize the whole time he was building the ark, he was preaching? And to one, nobody moved in his invitations. But you know what he did? By faith, he just kept preaching. He just kept building. He just kept cutting. He just kept, are y'all with me? Sometimes you're going to have to do what you do, not because you see results, but because God told you to do it. And if God told you to do it, you keep doing it and leave the results up to him. I was preaching in South Carolina, seeing people saved by the droves. I'm talking about by the droves, filling that little church up. It was a talk of the whole community. I'm telling you, it was unbelievable what God was doing. God calls me out here. Guess what I was doing? I was preaching out the same Bible. I was singing the same song. I was doing everything. That, that, listen, God was just, being, people just falling over themselves, getting saved and baptized over there, and nothing was happening here. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I felt like quitting. I felt like throwing in the towel. But guess what? There was only one problem that. I'd had a word. Amen. And God says, this is where I want you to be, and this is where I want you to preach. I want you to bloom where you plant it. And by faith, we kept preaching. Now, watch this now. i am show you how human I am. By faith, I kept preaching while I wanted to be somewhere else. Well, this is really faith. I'm just telling you. Faith does not mean you're perfect. And faith doesn't mean you're not sometimes afraid. And that you sometimes, what? Yeah. Faith is not the absence of doubt. Right. You remember when Jesus, I, I, I'm out of time. And anyway, I got to tell you this. You remember when, when, when Jesus was asleep on the boat? Remember that? When Jesus was asleep on the boat. And the disciples come to him, they're in a storm. They're in a, they're, they're in a bad situation. There's no doubt about it. And don't be wrapping up, because I didn't say I was done. We going just stop. Just pay attention. I hear them. I hear them pages. Y'all don't think I noticed that, but I can hear it. I hear it when they They're in a bad, bad, scary situation. I've been in them type storms. I grew up on the ocean. And it's scary. And I ain't going to tell you. I'm telling you, you can see the power of God in the hand It's They come to Jesus and they wake him up. You know, I'm not going to make the whole story. Everybody knows the story. But what he said was so significant. Here's how he worded it. Watch this now. Watch what he puts together in the same sentence. Why are you so fearful? Why are you of so little Both of them in the same sentence. Yeah. Oh. What is he saying? Hey guys, your fear is here yeah. and your faith is here. Yeah. Right. What we got to do is switch them. Preacher, what's the point? The point is this. You're never going to have a total absence of fear. Right. Right. But in order to switch them, For your faith to overcome your fear, it starts with obedience. Some of you are waiting for your faith to overcome your fear, to not be afraid before you obey. That is not the order. God says it, you obey it, and God gives you what you need to fulfill it. I think the whole point of this message, I don't even have to give you the rest of the outline. But the whole point of this message is this. It's obedience. Yeah. We're all on the secret of greater faith. How can I have more faith? How can I believe more? I want to believe more. I want to believe more. Maybe you should obey the first thing he told you that you ain't done yet. That's right. yeah. Preacher, I want greater faith than my finances. Well, you got to start giving. That's right. Preacher, I want greater faith than my service to God. Well, you got to start serving. You cannot wait to get faith to operate in faith. You got to obey. Obedience is the first step of faith in living faith. Does this make sense? And we're waiting on it. We're just waiting on it. God. Give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. He done gave you something—a word. And all this list: Abel, Enoch, Noah, Abraham, Moses, and Joshua. Every one of them, if you take the scriptures and read it, they all received a word. Yeah. Right. God said. Right. and You know what they did? Obeyed. Right. And guess what? The faith that was required to move mountains did not come till after they obeyed. Nikki Joe, come over here a minute. Hey, little Julio, come over here a minute. Yeah, you, come on. Stand over there, Nikki Joe. Come on. Don't be scared. You good, you good. I hate Nikki Joe. All right, roll that sleeve up. Show him a muscle. Seriously, come on. Yeah, out here. Yeah, you can. Come on, come on. All right. And show him a muscle come on man let's, let's do it come on come on y'all don't be shy look at this woo now if we going to have an arm wrestling contest who would y'all pick don't be shy who would you pick are y'all that crazy okay if you had a hundred dollars riding on an arm wrestling contest who would you pick wonder why I got gray hair, you know? Now watch. Do you realize, do you realize that Nikki Joe doesn't have one single more muscle than my little man right here? Not one. What What is the difference? Development and time. See what you got to look forward to? (laughs) Now watch. Now watch. Man, I'm way over time, but I got to tell you this. You know why his muscles look like that? And his look like this? I know it's time. His has carried more weight. And life is about carrying weight. And the more weight you carry, the more muscles you build, right. the more faith you have. But you know what we do? God puts one little pebble in our crate and we go to whining. Right. Amen. When God says, I got a greater load for you to carry, but you got to start somewhere. Amen. Right. Receive a word. And obey it. That's the secret. That's where we start. There's no formula. When you take the step God tells you, guess what? Your faith is going to grow. Because you're going to see God move. And move in your situation because you obeyed His word. That's right. Amen. And you know what? You're going to realize He's right. You're going to realize he can. can, And the longer you live, the more weight you carry, the more strength you're going to have, and the more you're going to realize (laughs) there's nothing impossible with God. Can we give God praise and glory? Thanks, Phillip. Good job. Good job, man. Good job. One word I want you to leave with. One word I want you to leave with. Obedience. Say it with me. Say it with me. Say it with me. Say it with me. You don't need a formula. I just need to hear more preaching. No, you need to do more practicing of the preaching you've done heard. They received a word. Listen. Listen. They received it, they believed it, and they achieved it. They received a word, they believed the word, and then they achieved the word that God gave them. You're going to find out, it wasn't skill that killed Goliath. It wasn't skill that dropped the walls of Jericho. It wasn't skill, Brother Sam, it wasn't skill that kept Moses alive in the river. Skill didn't keep a crocodile from eating him. It's always been and will always be about God. And the the faith that you need to get through the life you have and the struggles you have and the fights you you have and the problems you have and the issues you have, It's going to come through the power of God. But you'll never experience the power of God without obeying, without obeying the word he's already given you. And all God's people say it. Father, thank you, Lord, for your blessings. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness.